This is Purple Radio On Demand. Um, right. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Current Affairs Podcast with Will and Ben. Hello Ben. This is our weekly news discussion podcast where we bring to you the biggest news stories of the week and a couple of the more wacky wild side of life kind of stories. You can find us basically anywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you if you type in Purple Radio and find us at the Current Affairs Podcast, we also go out live every Thursday at 2pm, which we are not doing now because of certain logistical problems. So Ben, what's in the show this week? Um, on this week, we will be talking all things big in the news. So we'll be looking at um, uh, the recent sleaze and, and uh, corruption stuff going on in the Conservative Party with um, Patterson. We'll then be looking at crickets and um, the, the, the the ongoing racism that's been sort of well, sort of brought to the attention recently, and of course, what's happened in Liverpool. Um, before, of course, we get on to some of our normal um, current affairs stories uh, from the depths of the internet, which includes this week, I believe. Well, I've forgotten. I had it. I had it written down. <laughs> um, but anyway, how are you? I'm very well, mate. Um, we've just been told that when we were faffing around at the start, we were, in fact, live. <laughs> so sorry to our viewers about that. It's been a bit of a, been a bit of a, um, a rush. This is going to be a, uh, not a continuation of the high quality of episodes we've had recently. This is going to be more of a, of a unplanned one. But we have got some. But we're 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 ready. We're ready. We have got some news for you, so should I kick off? Kick off. Kick so, briefly, we're going to be covering the Owen Patterson and wider sort of government corruption allegations that have been going on recently. So, to give you the background on that, Owen Patterson is a former cabinet minister for the Tory party. Um, he was investigated by uh, the Commissioner of Parliamentary Standards after being accused of breaking lobbying rules for MPs by uh, lobbying on behalf of various food companies and the Commissioner did find him guilty of wrongdoing. Uh, however, after this the government were accused of attempting to change the rules on lobbying whilst the investigation was live, thus sparking accusa accusations of sleaze. Patterson has subsequently resigned as a member of parliament uh, and now we're sort of seeing this arms race if you will between the Labour and Conservative parties as to who can be the tightest on corruption and sleaze with various moves being made to restrict further uh, MPs ability to have um, second jobs so what do you make of this Ben? Um, well, it's it's been quite an interesting development because um, obviously it all it all kicked off about yeah that's a bit better um, <laughs> yeah, it all kicked off about just about two weeks ago when the whole thing happened and um, yeah the, the the divisions within the party were quite stark I think what was particularly interesting to me was a lot of the newer MPs so a lot of the 2019 intake were really quite shocked to see a three line whip so the strongest um, of urges from from the whip um, the chief whip to uh, turn up and, and vote at, at these procedures um, and they were shocked to see something as controversial as that so dividing um, so a lot of them are still making uh, their early reputations within their constituencies um, and one person felt uh, and that well uh, one person was was said in an interview uh, that it was frustrating to have their reputation quite potentially damaged by a man who doesn't even know my name what do you make of that? Well, this is interesting because this sort of group of MPs, which you're right, that has been, that are most sort of um, distressed by what's happened recently, are the fresh 29 intake of MPs that are sort of typically the most loyal and 
um, enthusiastic about Boris, mm. about Boris's premiership. They, you know, in a way, owe their seats to him. Yeah. If in in one sort of quite widespread interpretation of the 2019 election, if you if you if you work on the view that it was the character of Boris that carried the Tories to success in that, then they do owe him a lot. But they are feeling um, annoyed by what has happened recently, and this feeds into sort of a wider historical pattern, as it were, where. The previous two times where the Tories have lost power and Labour have won the election, mm. so 97 mm. and 64, one of the main things on both occasions that there was a big problem was this accusation of sleaze and corruption. Yeah. So that poses a question to our viewers. Is history repeating itself? And we'll find out, no doubt, in the coming <laughs> months and years. Should we zoom forward? In our abridged show today, I think it's probably fitting that we... Move on to the next story. Is that, are we going to talk about the cricket? The, cricket. the awful um, revelations that have come out mm. as to... Mm. Uh, do, you want to do you want to cover this or, or do you want me to... You start off. Okay, so this is um, former Yorkshire cricketer Azim Rafik, Rafik um, has been very candid and come out with his experiences of the horrible racism he experienced during his time at Yorkshire Cricket Club, which drove him to consider the taking of his own life. This has subsequently led to the resignation of the York Yorkshire Cricket Club chairman, Roger Hutton. And I mean, I don't really want to sort of cover this too deeply because it would be very wrong sort of repeat a lot of what um, Azim Rafiq has come out of saying, mm. but it does mm. make one stomach turn. It was slightly. It was, yeah, and it was really sad because uh, I think well, there was a bit where he got quite emotional where he discussed the stillbirth of his firstborn child. And yeah. He was just saying he had no support, no support from the club, no support from the people that he's playing with. Um, and they, turned, they just completely turned their back on him at a time where he was just distressed. Um, and it's just it's just really really sad to hear but it yeah. feeds into this wider thing of of racism within sports it's yeah you look at football you look at sort of what's going on in the premier league particularly in the lower leagues as well um and and on, particularly a lot of this is online and, and you sort of wonder oh is the government doing enough to tackle this quite extreme and present racism yeah in sports i mean Obviously, it's horrible what's come out, but hopefully this can act as a mm. turning point mm. within cricket and wider sports. I mean, we have seen some positive developments in the sporting world this year. You saw the first ever, not first ever, but the first current professional footballer to come out. Did you see that? The, not not recently. Don't don't look so panicky. Yeah. It's this this player in the Australian league that has that has uh, come out as gay. And he's yeah. the, the only active footballer, but it's about this wider shifts we're seeing this year, perhaps in sport, uh, that are showing uh, perhaps a liberalisation of attitudes. Um, and we can hope that this um, this uh, revelation contributes to that. There you go. <laughs> Moving on to equally depressing news it's, it's been sorry been everyone it, it's been a bit of a it's been a bit of a sad old week in the in the news front a lot of the interesting news happened during the interview series yes. which you can listen to on spotify podcasts yes yeah, so they're now both our high profile political interviews are now available on apple podcasts and spotify anyway so on, do you want to do the intro on this or i can I you do it because i cool so 
Yes, this is obviously the taxi bomb that went off in uh, Liverpool. Uh, 32-year-old asylum seeker Emad Al... I mean, please forgive my pronunciation. Swelmeen? Swelmeen? Sorry, my chair just broke there, viewers, I'm afraid. But <laughs> Sorry. Um, yes, so this, this guy um, was the passenger of a taxi and uh, detonated a bomb whilst in the taxi with taxi driver David Perry outside of Liverpool Women's Hospital. This was on Remembrance Sunday. Um, and I think a lot of people have been commending the quick thinking and bravery of David Perry, who locked the door yeah. and did not let this chap out and cause further damage. Fortunately, only um, the bomber was killed in the attack. David yeah. Perry did not even suffer life-threatening injuries. In fact, the footage shows him getting out of the taxi and running it off. It is incredible. Yeah, it is it's, incredible. It's, it's a big relief that he was or is um, okay. But, yeah. Well, no, it, it was quite interesting because the, the, the government were very quick to respond and quickly uh, they quickly declared a, a terror attack. Um, and that's prompted a raise from the Home Secretary to raise the UK's terror threat level from substantial to severe, which is something I don't think we've seen since, uh, I don't think, the Manchester attacks. No, well, this is in the context of, uh, obviously, which we haven't talked about in the podcast, but it's sort of shortly after the killing of Conservative... Have we discussed this in the podcast? The killing of the Conservative MP, David Ames, which, again, is believed to be linked to um, uh, radical Islamic terrorism, like this case, um, and it's sort of quite a worrying, worrying um, pattern of events that we're seeing, particularly in the aftermath of the... Um, of the uh, British and Western withdrawal from Afghanistan. Maybe the two of those are linked in some way, but that is something we could perhaps discuss at a later podcast. Sorry, listeners, we are just sort of flying through here yeah. because of those. The, the, depth, the depth has been lacking, but we've been, a, lot of, a lot of things went wrong before the show started. Yeah, there's um, been a bit of a... But we'll be back to our best next week. Anyway, it wouldn't be the Current Affairs podcast with a quick look at the wacky more wild side of life go on kind of stories so are we talking about bats or bigfoot yeti bigfoot <laughs> which one well, hold on i thought we were talking about your yeah your, bats or bigfoot which I one you, i thought you wanted to talk about your your joystick no not talk about, no, the joystick. about joystick. Yeah, yeah. if you wanted to see about no, the no. world's largest joystick google <laughs> it it's quite boring anyway okay, fine. plans updated right uh Talk, talk to us about the bat. Let's hear about the bat. So this is again, like last year's wacky wild side of story, New Zealand is once again dominating the headlines yeah. with their recent, is it the sort of bird of the year competition? I don't oh, know. No, that's what I wrote, yeah. Yeah, bird of the year competition, which is controversially being won by the long-tailed bat, <laughs> which, as far as I can make out, is not a bird. And in fact, this Bat seems to have won the bird competition by a landslide, <laughs> yes, like three thousand, three thousand votes. votes, which we believe is quite a lot for, the, for this 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 election. So yeah, that's quite um batty. Nice, nice. It? There we go. Well, yeah, actually, wait, now hold on. I've just read it. But it's brought in fifty-eight thousand votes. So three thousand. Yeah, that's not bad. It's, it's, it's quite good. For, the, were, for the birds, I think there were like 
eight other bats in the not bug bats, but ten other birds in the running. The bats done quite well, although it's had quite a high profile year. I reckon he winged it in the competition. He, I th I'm glad we put this story to the tail end of the. Did you write these down? No, I actually didn't. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I brought it swore my life. Should we go on to the nest? <laughs> Nest story. <laughs> oh dear, I've I've seen to have. <laughs> yeah, let's stop hanging around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I might have to fly off. <laughs> so. Anyway, anyway, we're moving across um, to the other side of the world from New Zealand to Coventry, uh. where a Bigfoot hunter has claimed a yeti has been found 30 miles away from Coventry after they found footprints and claw marks. Lee Brickley, 33 years old, said he was walking around in, the, in um, well, he was walking around in, the, I think, in a forest just outside Coventry, um, and he saw footprints that measured over 40 centimetres in length, so twice the size of an of, of a average man's foot. So, Will, what are your thoughts that, that, that Bigfoot could be lurking in the Midlands? Well, you know, I'm, I, I wouldn't rule it out. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. There no, haven't uh, been sightings of a yeti in those in these areas since the 1800s. Hey, maybe that's what the Queen's been doing. Maybe this is somehow linked with the absence of Her Majesty the Queen. <laughs> maybe she didn't sprain her back. Maybe she's so she took she took some time off, cavorting with the. She's come back to see the the with defense. Bigfoot. Was it a defence minister? No, what was his name? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's, anyway. Okay. <laughs> yes. But well, th you think that's what Liz is up to these days? Oh, that's my theory. Okay. I don't want to be a spreader of fake news, but I think that's not true. Yeah, maybe not. I don't don't, don't quote me on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and finally, should we have a question from our loyal I'm legions of fan? I, I have the question. Oh, you have the I question. Have the question. Good, I was going to say. So, the, do you want to see? You have a look at what the questions are whilst I read it out because there's two, but we can't repeat one of them. Um, anyway, so one of the questions, the only question we're going to answer today is what are our thoughts on the new Taylor Swift album? See, I really, I, I, I the problem with this is I really don't care. <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. I'm actually quite a big fan of it. I, I like, I, I, I love uh, a bit of. Uh, of Swifty as much as the next person, but I think I, I, I've, I've have you seen sort of what's been happening on social media with Jake Gyllenhaal? No, because this I've is apparently memes, some of the been... album or what it's about. He's been absolutely <laughs> torn to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> Poor um, man. No. Yeah, no, um, he's. Um, well, but apparently, I, I, he, to be honest, I don't know a thing. About apparently, he mistreated her quite badly um, uh, during their relationship yeah. eleven years ago that they had for three months. Interesting. Well, I mean, well, but I, apparently, I he was not. That she'd rewritten a song to be yeah. ten minutes long, and and and, and yeah, and lots no. of stuff about him into it. Anyway, we'll dedicate an entire episode to that. Now, I think I'm going to call this episode the roast of Jake Gyllenhaal or something. <laughs> anyway, viewers, listeners, thank you very much for listening. That's been everything from us, the current it's affairs been boys. Our shortest show yet. On the shortest show we ever. We can only apologise. We'll get some actual long in-depth content for you next week we hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you again at 2 p.m next week on thursday goodbye purple radio podcasts thanks for downloading this purple radio podcast for more great content and to listen live head to purpleradio.co.uk